check, check, mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. The Fly Race and Moto 60 Show is live. It's Thursday, September 2nd, 1101. AM Pacific Paula Raceway, penultimate round of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. Charles Castle and JT coming up. 702-586-7857. We'll take your calls. Let's talk some moto. Who you got? The Jet or Justin Cooper? Certainly the Jet looks pretty good. And Dylan Ferrandez can clinch this weekend. Uh, he just needs to either tie Kenny Roxon or get one point more. And uh, he clinches the title one race early. So who would ever thought that, right? Dylan Ferrandez. And, uh, yeah, man, lots to talk about when it comes to the races. Silly season. Team USA and all of that stuff. Again, 702-586-7857. Give us a call if, if you want to talk some moto. The Fly Racing guys have done a great job for 2022. They Last year, they worked on that uh, light line. This year, they, con- they concentrate on the Evo and the Kinetic lines of gear. They have a brand-new Formula CP helmet. Still has the Rio technology, uh, it's, but it's got a great price as well, so a little different shell to keep that price down. Flyracing.com uh, or at FlyRacingUSA on social media. Go to the guys at Motorsport if you can. The market-leading formula helmet revolutionizing brain protection. And Zone Pro Goggle making its podium debut with JB, who's already riding Supercross. Yeah, it's gnarly. Uh, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing and uh, really going to um, uh, enjoy all the things that they have over at their website and on social media. Pro Taper as well. Star Yamaha. Ferrandis is on the verge of clinching, like I mentioned, with a Pro Taper bar. The Chaparral Honda guys use it. The Rockstar Husky use it. Uh, the Sella device, the micro handlebar. They've got uh, new products and real cool innovations going all the way back to 1991 when they first had the oversized uh, handlebar design. And the once unconventional concept has since become the industry standard, appearing on all modern production bikes. And thanks to uh, those ProTaper.com for making that happen. Maxis, of course, tires, uh, whether it's A-Ray, Jordan Jarvis, Jeremy Smith, or Rod Bell crushing it with Maxis tires. Light truck tires, SUV tires, um, trailer tires. The MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath and used uh, on your dirt bike are really good, so you can please check that out. If you haven't uh, used Maxis in a while, please check it out. Thanks to Maxis.com for all that they can do for us. And, uh, yeah, man, really appreciate it. FMF Goggles as well on board with us. And Get and Athena. We'll talk about more of them later. But uh, taking your calls, holding things down over there, the Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Hi, Steve. What's happening, man? Oh, just glad to be here. Oh, yeah? Yes. You're glad to be here? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I always like coming here. I feel like this is just your duty. Well, it's both. Can okay. I take some pleasure in my duty? Thanks for working on a mountain bike the other day. Oh, boy. You're welcome. Only for you. That's what you do. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get JT on if we can. Let's go to Jacob on one. What's up, Jacob? How are you, man? Oh, not too bad. How are you doing, Steve? Good. I'm what's keeping going? my streak up. It's your slow motor race fat guy. Oh, yeah. What's happening? Oh, not too much. I just had a uh, – I didn't know if you saw the tweet, but I just had something funny I thought of. Um, something to help Rhino and uh, our best friend Johnny Hopper out. So, uh, you know, Rhino likes to do technique videos and stuff, and Johnny likes to do things that make no sense to anyone in the actual community. So I thought, why not have an instructional video on how using carrots in the ass can help you stay in the attack position? Yeah, I don't mind that. I mean, I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch it, Jacob. But, I mean, uh, I, yeah. I, I feel like Rhino would have it right there. I mean, the carrot, you get the right size. It's going to keep you in the right spot. No arm pump. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, there Johnny we go. has plenty of them. Right. You know I mean, I, I like it, man. I guess it's moto entertainment, I've heard. 
Exactly. Yes, Moto Entertainment. It's uh, it's like parodies, except for they confuse people who don't actually know what they're listening to. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, thanks. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up here, as well as uh, Charles Castle from 100% as well. So uh, let's get to uh, the man of the hour here. JT, what's up, man? Not too much. This uh, has been an eventful week. Yeah. Yeah, the last two, I would say, have been uh, <laughs> been pretty eventful. Yeah, what's up with uh, Chad Reed? He was up there doing a little dual sport ride. You hang out with him a little bit? Yeah, uh, he was doing uh, his annual trip. Uh, you know, I think uh, Mountain Motorsports, one of his big sponsors, puts on a ride, and they spend a few days up there. And then he was flying out of Boise today to go to Paula for the Combine deal. Um, so, yeah, oh, wow. grabbed dinner really quick. And, uh, yeah, he had never been to Boise, so showed him around a little bit. What did he think? Uh, yeah, he loved yeah. it. Um, I mean, I, he didn't spend very much time here, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, with some of his political views and views on the world today, I think this area of the world appeals to him quite a bit right now. Uh, so, um, did he, is it the dual sports stuff? So, like, he went uh, with Cudby up around there? Is that what he did? No, he was, oh. like, more eastern Idaho. Oh, okay. probably, like, four hours from here. Oh, okay. Like, more towards, like, um, right. Like the Grand Tetons and and uh, that that side of Idaho and and the border with Montana. Right, right. Uh, fly racing. We are giving away a podium stand today and some FMF goggles as well to a couple of random callers. So um, yeah, just give us a call seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Fly racing podium stand. I got to hit Maximus up. He was supposed to get me uh, some advice on a stand, and he never did. JT. So I, I mean, I know he's busy, but that's unacceptable. So. Well, um, he's usually on that stuff, so I don't know. Um, don't know what to tell you. All right, couple things. Paula coming up this weekend. Look, it's it's not as good of a track as Glen Helen. There is no doubt in my mind. Glen Helen's a better track, better viewing, you know, all of that stuff. I was just at uh, GH on Tuesday, but I think this is a reasonable uh, substitute for Glen Helen. Paula is JT. I think it's uh, you know, it's um, got some hill, some elevation. Um, yeah, I, I, this is a reasonable substitute. You know, we went to Elsinore. That was no good. Um, this one I feel like works for Southern California, although I do wish it was back at Glen Helen. I am not a Glen Helen fan. So, um, for me personally, riding-wise, as a, as a racer, I have no interest in ever racing there again. So, yeah, anywhere, anywhere to me seems better than having to race there. But what about for the good of the series? Well, you know, there are a lot of people that love Glen Helen, so yep. I can certainly understand uh, how they feel about it, and they believe it's the motocross mecca and all those things, which is totally fine. Uh, I don't mind going there. I just don't want to have to ride or race that racetrack. So um, I do think the series is probably better with Glen Helen involved. That's what I was asking you, right. Yeah, yeah but um, I, I do believe that Paula is significantly better than Lake Elsinore. Yeah. Do you feel like Paula is a national track and tough and, and, and you know, all the th- and good to, for spectators and all the things that you need in a national? Do you feel like Paula works? It works. You know, we, we need to have a national in Southern California. That's just the long and the short of it. So if this is the best option when you are covering all the bases, you know, relationships and business and all those things, because those seem to be where things go awry between uh, the powers that be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it works. You know, I think, as, as you're mentioning, Glen Helen would probably be better suited to a more grand series. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's detracting from anything, that's for sure. Yeah, Glen, I think... Where, yeah. I, and just to follow that, I think Lake Elsinore did. Um, I, I think there was nothing good about Lake Elsinore National. Yeah, that didn't work, right? No, I, I raced it uh, in 2012, and it was horrific. Um, and I, I don't use that for a lot of tracks. Um, I wouldn't even say that about Glen Helen. I just Glen Helen what? scares me is why I don't like riding it. But Lake Elsinore was absolutely horrific. Was uh, the Miller Motorsports National better than Elsinore, or are they tied? Well, the only bad thing about uh, Miller was just, you know, we had that bad, bad dust storm. Um, but, you know, if conditions are decent, which is asking a lot, if you're going to go to Miller in August or September, yeah. you're asking for super dry, super windy, super hot conditions. But if you went there in May or June, it would be very similar to like Lakewood. It would mm-hmm. be beautiful. You know, uh, it hadn't gotten hot yet. There's still some moisture in the ground. 
So to me, that's more situational than it is really the venue. Uh, we've had two hot ones, and the guys have been feeling it. What's the weather for this weekend? It's going to be hot. Uh, the high on Saturday is like 97. So, yeah, okay. it's going to be possibly the hottest race of the year. And oh uh, I I haven't spent a lot of time at Paula, but I, I would assume that it's going to be just as hot there as it would be, you know, in Corona or Temecula or anywhere else yeah. as far as like, humidity or anything like that. So yep. um, we're kind of catching a, a rough break here because it's been – high 80s 90 and then it's going to ramp up into saturday and and be the hottest i could see on any of the any of the forecasts so um that's going to be a test yeah absolutely hey uh so et gets his first win uh last weekend and he did not ride well at paula the first round and he did not ride well at lakewood the second round however knowing that I could still see him winning again this weekend. Uh, Ferrandis needs to just kind of look at Roxon. Roxon, I think, with the weather, might struggle a bit. Uh, E.T. is riding better than he did at previous round one, Paula. Um, yeah, I could see E.T. winning again. Just confidence in the way riders are. He certainly could. Um, I picked Ferrandis to win. I just I don't view Ferrandis as being super nervous right now because he right. hasn't really had any reason to be very nervous and you look at how he rode at this track earlier in the year um, i just think it works out well for him super hot super difficult conditions it's a track he practiced on a ton and probably still does if you remember that you know that monster star yamaha team practices at paula regularly uh so i'm going to take him just based on you know conditions the heat and a track he just rides incredibly well okay so but et went like seven eight Round one. Now, the field is yeah. not as deep for sure, but there's no chance he goes 7 8 again. I don't think so. I no. mean, he would be getting beat by like Cody Shock yeah. in that scenario, yeah. which is not a knock okay, but Cody Shock. How about but, this? I mean, we can all agree Tomac's a much better rider than him. Yeah, yeah. How about this? Can we say Tomac will end up on the podium? I would think so. Yeah, like, I do. It's certainly yeah. possible that he doesn't. Yeah. Because if you look at like how good Sexton was at this track, yep. if and, Kenny had a good day somehow, a guy like Ferrandis, yeah, you know, yeah. you just start throwing in it's possible but um if you told me he wins again i wouldn't even bat an eye right uh thanks to the folks at get pro taper pro tape uh maxis and fmf goggles of course on the fly race and moto 60 show all right let's get to some phone calls we got guys uh, been on hold for a while uh hunter's on two hunter what's up man hello what's up hunter hey how's it steve um i'm a trinity class privateer uh I'm driving out to Paula right now, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to get all my stuff together for this weekend. I was just wondering if you guys have any connections for some number plate graphics for the weekend. Number plate graphics for the weekend? Um, no, not really, because today's Thursday. <laughs> Come yeah, on, Hunter. I know, man. Uh, it's been a struggle. Yeah. Weeks. No, just uh, put some, run some duct tape, man. It'd be great. Yeah, Thank you. We're going to do it this point, at this point, too. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. No problem, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. Um, what do you think, JT? Duct tape? You can get numbers at any, like, local dealer. Yeah. Usually. That, that would be, I mean, that, that would be the obvious answer. Or you could, you just could cut them out of, uh, like, red or uh, black tape like my dad used to do. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Hayden's on one. Hayden's got a future headline. We know JT loves this. What's up, Hayden? What's your future headline? All right. Kitchen cooks up a third overall podium, or Webb wakes up for first overall. Mm, what do you think, JT? I would like Kitchen on the podium more. Um, I just don't think this track is ideal for Webb. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to win. Uh, all right, Hayden. Yeah, I'll go Kitchen, too. Uh, I think Kitchen Kitchen's shown some real good speed. He's been really good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'll go Kitchen. Um, but... Uh, you know, we love future headlines here, Hayden, so you got you just got yourself either a fly podium stand or a pair of FMF goggles. You pick. Uh, I'll do the goggles. All right, stay on hold, all right? We'll get you the, the information, okay? Cool. All right. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, future headlines. I don't you. like that you're encouraging mm-hmm. people to, to do the headlines. I really don't like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, Todd's on five. What's up, Todd? Hey, Steve. Um, my question is about designations. It's kind of like a two-parter. First of all, has there been any update on if it's going on, um, all of that good stuff? 
No update on that. Obviously, they were waiting for September 1st, and it looks like Italy uh, is not going to let you in unless you – well, you can get in if you're not vaccinated, but you have to quarantine, which would be a no-go, but they're trying to get some exemptions done. Um, but there was no photo shoot. The photo shoot was supposed to take place, and there's no photo shoot. So I don't know, JT. What do you, how do you feel? I mean, we had our buddy Lewis talk about a letter that led him into, into uh, England um, going back. Uh, that's that's the move with these restrictions is to try to get some sort of exemption. And w- you and I both know nothing but Italian government politics. But what's your take, JT? Yeah, I would say that's a pretty fair take. Uh, if they do not get, if Infront is not able to pull off some sort of an exemption letter for Team USA, I would say Team USA is dead in the water. Yeah, yeah. There's there, Well, yeah, there's no chance they're going to quarantine being unvaccinated. We can say that. No. Yeah, yeah no. no way that's And you know happen. that you know, there will be several members of the team that refuse to vaccinate in the industry yeah. that we're in. Yeah. So yeah, it's either, it's either we get the letter or there will be no team USA. So yeah, I don't like the odds Todd for team USA. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. And also too, what are your thoughts on Chase Sexton going, I would assume for the MX three spot. Um, I've been thinking not like recency biased or anything, but I thought that Webb would be a better choice to go just because his starts have been a lot better. He's been consistently around that 5 to 10 range where Chase, every round, he has one bad race and horrible starts. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, certainly Webb's riding, uh, you know, this past weekend, but the team was picked, quote-unquote, you know, a few weeks ago. And Chase has been better than Cooper Webb in pretty much – you know, every moto of the year, except for, you know, these two, these past two. Um, I still like Chase's high-end ability. But, yeah, JT, uh, he makes a, Todd makes a point about Sexton's mistakes. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, the biggest challenge for Webb going to this race was always Alden Baker, in my estimation. You know, Alden does not want his guys going because it throws off his entire off-season schedule and and he just doesn't like the whole dynamic of it which i i understand if i didn't love this race so much no jt uh, sorry to interrupt you but he's fine now with this schedule like with the only okay with only being two weeks he he was not you know because it was a five-week wait right in the last two years this week this year there's two weeks alden's fine well doesn't seem to matter anymore anyway yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) either way Uh, yeah um, you know, I would think that maybe Webb would be up for it, but I'm totally fine with the Sexton thing. I, I have no problem. The only other question I would have, though, is my uh, uneducated estimation would be that Honda is much more strict with the COVID-19 situation than KTM has been. So would that have anything to play to? Would Honda be just be like, nope? Sexton's not going, and then would that open an avenue for Webb to maybe step in? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Thanks, Todd. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Uh, Andrew's on, too. Andrew, what's up, man? Hey, uh, well, uh, do you want to stay away from the Grant Langston stuff, or do you mind if I go on about that a little bit? I mean, we devoted, like, 30 minutes on the review pod and maybe 30, 40 minutes on the Pulp Show, so... I mean, well, I mean, I just the update. Never mind. I, I'll skip that then because I have a theory about Dartfish. Now, you're right. There's a lot of Grant Langston talk, so let me continue about that. And my theory with Dartfish is that it 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 increases the fact that tracks are one lined, and it um it makes it so riders like they don't want to go outside of that line more because you know they'll go back, they'll be riding their main line going around their stuff, and then they'll go back to the truck, and they might feel like the outside line was faster, but Dartfish goes, no, the inside line was faster. So now if they don't, even if they don't, like, actually think about it, you know, they're thinking in the back of their mind, well, I can't go outside because Dartfish said that's slower, and I'm going to go slower. So do you think, like, the fact that, you know, God is telling them to go to this one route is um, – is making tracks more one-lined or anything like that. I just kind of had that yeah. theory for a little no, bit. No, you're, 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 you're absolutely right, JT, right? Dartfish has ruined the sport. <laughs> Not ruined it, but, yeah, it's definitely hurt. You know, I, I think it has also, and I think one aspect that we don't get to do anymore is before time qualifying was ever around, we used to be able to put tough blocks and hay bales and water barrels and all kinds of things on the insides of the corners. And it made all these other lines form because 
basically the officials forced everybody around the outsides of the track. And then later in the day, they would open things up to develop the inside lines. But we, don't, we can't do that anymore with time yeah. qualifying. So between just all the data, like you mentioned, and then just the dynamic of the way you can't do that anymore, um, yeah, I think everybody just knows the fast way around, and the insides are always the fastest. Yeah, I, uh, I yep, absolutely. I mean, dude, the the dudes in Supercross, after the first practice, they are all going in one spot, you know, over and over and over because they've gone back and watched it, right? So, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely hurt the sport, but that's technology, Andrew, right? So, Right. Do you think if they were to take Dartfish away, people would, uh, well, like, because we always talk about Cooper Webb's racecraft, right, and how in amateurs he always had to pass a lot of people, so he will travel to other lines like that. Do you think if they took Dartfish away, someone like an Eli Tomac who doesn't really venture outside that main line, Line, would he would that be in his mind more to maybe adventure outside the lines or is it more like just racecraft thing that that's something Eli Tomac will never change? They they always figure out the fast lines, right? But you're not taking Darkfish away. You're not you know, that's, that's not you can't do that. You can't monitor it. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff, right? So okay. yeah, yeah, fair you, enough. So uh, all right, Andrew, what's your take on GL? Okay, well, I just I mean I kind of think it's. BS what he's doing now with, you know, that last update video is like eight minutes long, right? About he's going on how he was no, he's no anti-vaxxer, but then he makes a lot of points that the anti-vax community makes. And then it sounds to me like he's just butthurt that he, one, got replaced, and two, like, he was making arguments like, oh, well, they didn't even give me a chance to prove I wasn't around anybody and this and that. And I'm like, well, like, yeah, like I think he's just being a little baby about it at this point. And, like... You know, like I said, he's inferring that vaccines gave his son autism, which the doctor that the doctor that put that out lost his medical license because of how untrue that is. So, yeah, like, that, I feel like that's been that's been debunked thoroughly over the years, but that that doesn't seem to matter to a lot of the people. So, but I'm with you. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. I don't follow GL. Uh, I so I haven't seen all the videos, you know, that he's been put out. But I thought that first one, the very first one, was fine. You know, but now I'm hearing other stuff's coming out and, and you know what I mean, that kind of stuff. So, hey, man. Absolutely. And he's, he's putting a petition out to, like, get people to sign so Supercross won't mandate the vaccine. And I'm like, well, like, like they have 100 years of legal precedence to say they're allowed to mandate it. So, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it kills me. You know? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm hearing different things. He's saying that he wasn't, he was going to the airport before he knew to turn around. And I'm like, what, why would he do that when he was told before? The video came out before he had to go to the airport. So I, I'm, I don't know, man. I feel like we'll just move on. Fro will do a good job and GL will go on with his life and everyone will live, right? So, yep, yep. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thank Steve. you. Have a good one. JT, I don't feel like the, the vaccination thing for the racers and the teams, I, I don't feel like you can – now, look, there's no union, but uh, an ironic that maybe a riders' union would actually be able to help these guys. Uh, but um, I don't feel like you can – you know, just like you can't ask all of the California Angels uh, or Texas Rangers who go to Anaheim to be all vaccinated. They're not. So I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, that seems a, a mighty big step for me for Feld to say – Everyone needs to get vaccinated. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough ask. I don't think that they are going to try to do that anyway. Right. Um, it's. I think most sports are moving that direction. I mean, you can see the pressure that the NFL is putting on teams. I mean, it, it's definitely a thing. Uh, but I think with our environment and our sport being uniquely ours. I think they would have a tremendously difficult time doing something like that. Yeah. You want to talk about the first ever walkout? That's probably enough to get it done. You know, the NFL had a lot of people that didn't want to take it. They they and they they got doctors in, they got presentations in, they got African American doctors in to relate to the players. They did a lot of work to show these people players that the vaccine is fine and it's safe and they have a 93 percent vaccination rate in the nfl right which is damn high um i wonder if if that an education of riders and teams would help i don't think so okay <laughs> i don't <laughs> I, I don't think it's a lack of education uh well, it, is, it is a lack of education it totally is well maybe but i it's if you're not willing to accept the science or you don't believe that the science is coming from a good place and the education doesn't matter. 
because you're going to yeah, disregard. Yeah, but I, don't you feel like the that. NFL guys would be in that same boat, many of them, where they their backgrounds and where they come from? And then, I don't know, yeah. but I think a lot of the NFL guys, basically their teams have just told them, like, hey, do you guys want to make uh, like a hundred grand every Monday? Go get the vaccine, or there's a very good chance you're not going to be on this roster. Yeah, unless, I, I really think that's what it's coming Yeah, unless you're to. like a superstar, unless you're a star. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. I just think that's what they're telling them. And right. if you if you put that in front of a lot of riders, I bet some of them would change their tune. Like, right. do you want to make money or do you not? Um, right. I know personally for me, it was I was I was really indifferent to it, but it was the same thing, only different, where it was going to allow me to do the things that I wanted to do. So it made it an easy decision. So, so do you think Fal could be like, hey, 250 Supercross guy, if you want to make 400 bucks for 12th in the main, <laughs> you need to get vaccinated. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's like I don't think there's enough yeah. incentive there to really force people right. against their will. Right. Uh, Kicker Bob's on four. Kicker, what's up? Uh, you want to talk about the jet? Hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I'm laughing and laughing. The show Monday night and now now. It's just oh, funny, dude. Phil, filthy Phil, that was he, funny. He's gold. Uh, Our listeners love him. Yep. <laughs> it was great. Hey, uh, so both of you, big question, is Hunter going to be in this week? Uh, as far as I know, yeah, I haven't heard any different. I know he wasn't feeling well, um, but yeah. There's your possibility of blocking with Cooper. Um, <sighs> I, don't, and- I don't think so. He's 11 up, JT. Jet's shown great speed. Hunter can't even... Right now, especially being under the weather, he can't really get close to those guys. So I don't, I don't see that, JT. Do you see Hunter getting away? I don't think he even really needs to. Right. Honestly, I, I think yeah, uh, well, I think Hunter wins pretty easily this weekend. Jet, Jet wins. I'm sorry, yeah. Jet. Yeah, Jet. Yeah, yeah. Jet hits the afterburners from from uh, our Iron Man here, 45 minutes away from me, and we're off to the races for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with that question, then comes my next one. So help me understand, what's worst case and best case in terms of points um, with Jet and Cooper? What do you mean? Well, how does that how does that lay out? I mean, he got 14 yeah. here. It was like, whoa, major swing like you guys all stated. Where, where could that happen in the next two races, last two races? What could happen? Um, what's worst case? Uh, well, JT, case? you you were saying on our uh, review show, I think I don't think it was Monday show on the review show, JT. You thought you're like saying that it's gonna it's gonna go even more this weekend. Yeah, I think Jet wins. I think Jet wins both motos. Um, if you watched how great he was at this track uh, back in May, uh, I don't think this is a great track for Justin Cooper for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, I would think he has ridden this track a ton because he lives right down the road. But Jet just seemed to be a lot better. I mean, the things he was doing on the racetrack were really impressive here. And remember, he won a moto here last year, right? So that's even more evidence of how good he is on this racetrack. So I just think he has momentum on his side. Justin Cooper, for whatever reason, is really struggling in the second motos, and he really didn't even look that good in the first moto. Uh, I just think the the pendulum has swung really sharply in Jet's direction. So he puts on another oh, yeah. 10 this weekend. That's 21 going into uh, uh, the final one, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you look at the heat thing, major difference, though. The heat, major difference. Last weekend, I live in Indiana. It's hot and it was humid. That's drastic. Your guys are talking heat out there, but it's dry heat. And it's so, still hot, though. obviously, it's yeah. still hot. It's still, yeah. 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 It's hot, but it doesn't suck the moisture out of you like the humidity side does. It doesn't. But I, I mean, I've raced, it, you know, it's also going to be 97, you know, versus it was like 88 yeah. or whatever. Um, it's hot. Sure. I, I get it. It's not quite as dehydrating. But when you're talking about guys overheating in the middle of the moto, it's really easy yeah. to overheat. Uh, thanks, yeah. thanks, Bob. Thanks, man. Thank you. All you right. guys have a great weekend. Thanks for calling. Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Zach Osborne uh, running the FMF goggles when he was out there. Savachi Bogle as well. They're expanding. The FMF's expanding their vision into a full range of performance goggles and accessories. Welcome to the power of sight. They got the Power Bomb and Power Core goggles now. We gave one pair away. The unique optics brand created in partnership with the brilliant minds who brought you 100%. So please check out at FMF Vision on uh, social and get an Athena of course the get ECUs for two strokes and four strokes do a great job they have the RPM dashboard on the front fender as well Athena their sister company make big bores JT if you ever wanted one back in the day 
Uh, All right, keep and, that in mind. Yep, and uh, clutches and, and valve parts and things like that. Uh, breaking news, JT, we, we heard this was coming earlier this week, but PR just dropped Verizzi to fill in at Rockstar for the final two rounds. Uh, Sewell's out, right? So uh, you just gained yourself a fly racing rider. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you know, I, I wonder how much different is his motorcycle versus the Husky, right? We, yeah. we know they're we'll similar <laughs> in theory, but yeah. I, I'd just be curious. I don't really have any insight to give. I just first thing I think of is like how big of a shift is that? Yeah, yeah, you're right, right? Um, all right, JT, before we let you go, a couple more things here. Uh, Justin Brayton, he was on our Pulp Show on Monday and video mm-hmm. today from the Honda Test Track. He, he's riding soupy already. It's go time. Yeah, really, um, right? And, and you you know this, uh, just like everybody else that's involved, is you need to test super early like this. You can get some sort of baseline and then order some parts, right? That, that yeah. seems to be the upside of testing so early is to get those parts on order, especially the way things are now with supply chains and, and materials. Like, it's, it's more crucial than ever to be ahead of the game. Yep, absolutely. Last call for JT. It is uh, Jason on three. Uh, what's up, Jason? I have a future headline. Oh, please. JT oh, loves man. these. Yeah. Yep. Sh- Shimoda wins a moto at Pala, or Shimoda just scared of the Godzilla balloon. <laughs> yeah, there was a few jokes about Shimoda and the Godzilla blow up at Iron Man. Um, <laughs> JT, what do you think? Uh, I do. I think I think he will uh, be in the battle for the podium again. Um, he, he's really riding well. Yeah, but look at the field Jason around said him. Win a moto. Jason said win a moto. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm out on that. You're out he's on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. But podium, podium on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been, he's been riding well, man. Um, I don't know. Has he changed your mind, JT, as a high-end rider, a championship rider? Championship rider, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Um, but I think he has firmly established himself from a guy that was like on the outside and ha- somebody had to talk Mitch into it mm-hmm. to where he is sought after and somebody should be paying him a decent amount. Right, right. Uh, sounds good. Uh, all right, Jason, thanks for calling, man. Have a good one, guys. All right, let's get uh, Charles Castle if we can on the line. JT, before we let you go, Paula Raceway, give me your winners. Uh, I'm gonna go, and you're gonna be you're gonna be held to this very strongly, like huge penalties if you don't get this right. Yeah, I mean it's it's an easy one for me, honestly. Um, I'm gonna go Jet and Ferrandis, and I'm I'm much more certain on Jet, but I just think Ferrandis gets it done. I do. I don't I don't view him as feeling any pressure. So yeah. I think he's just gonna ride normal, ride right. free, and I think the conditions are good for him. Yeah, I think he just takes it easy a little bit. I don't know. You uh, think so? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. But but who knows? Yeah, he's certainly. I, I think, I, I'm with you. Like he's. You know, he is like that quad at Bud's Creek, right? Like things like that where you're like, there's NFG, you know what I mean? Which is cool to see. Well, and I I think for him, the carrot, the dangling carrot is to wrap it up this weekend, right? He goes out there and goes 1-1, it's over. Like it's absolutely, the series is done. So to me, that's a pretty big incentive to, I don't want to say take risk, but not lay up either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, right? Uh, All right, man, thanks for coming on. Fly Racing, at Fly Racing USA on social media and all of that. So thanks for calling, man. Thanks for calling in. Hey, guys. See you. All right, see you. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. By the way, the Pulp Max Fantasy Podcast uh, will be out uh, later this afternoon. We're going to record it right after this show. So, again, thank you to Fly Racing. We still have the podium stand, right, to give away to a, to a caller. So we're going to do that. Uh, FMF, of course, uh, has got their Power Bomb, Power Core Goggles, and they teamed up with the folks at 100% to do that. And uh, speaking of 100%, let's get the man on the line right now. It's Charles Castle. What's up, Chuck? How are you, man? How much, Steve? I'm good. Thanks. Uh, okay, a couple things. Uh, you guys work with FMF for the goggle, and uh, that's it's been a good project. It's, it's been really cool. Except Zach Osborne didn't race all year. Damn it! Yeah, that's a bit misfortunate. And yep. it, you know, you always run that risk. Um, but yeah, super unfortunate. Zach was sort of the hand selected to be the right. kind of build the brand around uh, number one place for outdoors. We get to Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, and he's nursing an injury and drops out. <laughs> That's yeah. a bit unfortunate. Absolutely. Yeah, like so, there's still the Rocky Mountain uh, KTM team and, you know, some privateers and things. Yeah. And, uh, a big push on the off-road side. So there's still people out there carrying the FMF Vision um, banner. But, yeah, unfortunately, uh, I was what, out. What's your take on your guy? You, you know you're tight with Joey Savacci. Uh, riding well lately, man. Got a whole shot. That's cool. Yeah, and I think he, he needed that whole shot. He, he's typically really, really good at starts. And they just haven't been there most of the year. Um so I think we saw what he could do when he gets a start. I think he's mm-hmm. even outside of that one really good start. He 
he's had better motos regardless the last you know couple races. So good. Yeah, I think I, he's things are kind of starting to click. Yeah, uh, absolutely right. We have uh, we have a little bit of uh, of weak in field, which helps him. But hey, you got to be in it to, to to get those results. So um, yeah, it's it's good to see, man. Um, do you do you do you see him there next year? I think so, and and I don't have any insight into that, but I think so. Okay. Um, because I don't, I, I don't know. I know they. I've heard Anstey link to that. Yep. Um, second spot once or twice, but I also heard he has an offer from Hep Suzuki. Um, but I, I, if I'm being neutral, like I don't know. Like you take, I, I maybe I'm biased, but I think I go Savachi over Anstey. Uh, I do. Um, I do all day. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, but you know, you know, yeah, who part, part owner of that team, the, the part owner of the team is English, though. So, yeah, there you go. There you know what I mean? Connection. So that's where that's um, where these things is not always total fair, right? So. And we also don't know the the price difference, right? I think Joey, yep, you know, has made a whole lot more money in his career. Um, I think, you know, the seat at Rocky Mountain KTM is uh, less than he previously made, or you know, would yeah, want. I think but, that's fair to say, yeah. yeah. But ultimately, you know, he's smart enough to know you either have that or nothing, right? I don't think there's a whole lot of open seats. So Yeah. Uh, 100% doing well. Uh, Jet is in the lead. Justin Cooper is second in the points. And Dylan Ferrandis is on the verge of clinching. So good things at 100% goggles right now. Yeah. Um, always really good. Right now, actually, in the 250 class, it's one, two, three, four in points. Nice. Jet, Justin, Hunter, and, and J-Mart. So, um, yeah, but I, I think – we all sort of had a good feeling about the 250 class, you yeah. know, with with Jet and and those four guys I mentioned. Actually, um, you know, I'd be lying if I said Dylan isn't a bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, we we all signing that deal last year. We all hoped he you know, would be a you know podium guy, maybe win some motos and be solid. But I, I personally did never see a, a whatever he's got 50 point lead or whatever going into the next to last round. So. Good surprise. Uh, is the Star 450 team a team deal, or did you work individual deals with those guys on 100%? It's individual deals oh, okay. with, with each yep. guy. But yep. 250 is a team deal? Correct. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, hey, breaking news this morning. Uh, we heard about this earlier this week. Uh, Josh Farisi is going to fill in for Jalik Swole for the last two rounds. Uh, yeah, what's, what's your take on it? I think it's good. I think um, he's been riding really well, and then – I've picked him a few times in, in Pulp and Next Fantasy, and um, so I've dug a little in his results even prior to this fill-in deal. And, man, he's been super consistent and really solid, like, mid-teens guy. And then the last handful of motos, he's turned that into, instead of, you know, 15th, 16th, he's turned it into, like, you know, 11th and 12th and stuff. Um, so I think it, it's well-deserved. And, uh, you know, I don't know how different the bike is going to be, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume it's, better right sometimes i, I would think so yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes it's hard to get used to those as, as a fill-in deal with only a couple rounds to go but um i think he's a young kid and he's just gonna you know pin it and yep go go as fast as he can so i think he's less um less restricted by changing bikes late in the, the season based on his age and experience you know yeah since the um uh since the break he's been much better i asked him about it his dad told me he got some better forks and Josh himself told me he started going to the gym. He didn't like going to the gym with a okay. mask, uh, so he stopped going to the gym. Right. And then now he's going to the gym. I'm just, I, I'm like, wow, because his improvement. Go look at his moto scores since the break, since the two weeks yeah. off. They're, they're so much better. Yeah, it's been good. Like, forks, a, like a handful of eleven. Yeah, forks yeah. at a gym, gym visits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can we take those forks to the Rockstar Husky team? Right. I think we need yeah. to. I, I would hope. Um, but yeah, you know, I think the bike shouldn't be crazy different, but you know, it, it will be. There will be an adjustment period. I'm hoping he got, you know, a few days on it this week. I yeah. have no idea if he did or didn't, but yeah. I'm gonna think that would help quite a bit, right? Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. Give us a call if you want to talk about Paula or uh, MXDN or or anything. Uh, Charles Castle, 100 percent on the line. Still giving away a Fly Racing podium stand. Also on uh, coming up. So. Um, Let's go. Uh, let's stay in the 250 class a little bit, uh, Chuck, if you don't mind. Ty Masterpool, uh, really riding well lately. Full privateer, right? I think AJE helps him on the dealership side. But um, does he have a home anywhere next year? Like his Supercross was uh, so-so. I don't know. But um, uh, Where, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, we have a little bit of the you know recency bias, I think. Um, and and that's not discounting his results, right? I mean, he's been 
super solid the last four motos in a row. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't see a seat that you boot someone out of to put him in the spot, right? That I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, maybe he could end up at a, you know, an AJE or something. I think like yeah. right now he's AEO power sports is helping him out, but it's a full privateer deal, right? Like it's, yeah, yeah. you know, there's no semi truck to wash his bike and all that good stuff. So, um, oh, I said AJE. Maybe, I meant AEO helping him out. Yeah, with the dealership. Yeah, yeah sorry. So, so maybe you know, maybe he does end up on a you know AJE level thing or something. Like I, I think he's deserving of a shot, a little, um, a little I don't t- say team. better than that. Yeah, that's you know, that's yep. kind of a, a slide at him. But I think a little higher level team than that, he deserves a shot at it to see what he can do in Supercross. Um, because let's be real, let's let's say he gets a a ride on a, you know, B-level-ish team, and he doesn't have a good, successful Supercross season, you know, I think him, his camp, and a lot of people will point out, like, well, he wasn't on a, you know, Star Yamaha on Supercross. Like, uh, he might not have the resources to, to have a solid Supercross career. Um, and we'll never really know, right? Like, right. if it was he just doesn't have the skills or he really didn't have the equipment to, to perform in Supercross. So, um, I don't know. I I if I was a betting man, I would say he he doesn't end up on a, um, Do you, you know, an A level team. But we'll see. What did you think of his Supercross season? I thought it was, it got better. It wasn't yeah. great. It got better. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Probably not enough there to hire him though. On a you know on a yeah. I mean, do, yeah. do you go do you go time after pool over you know Cody Shock and two fifty Supercross? Oh, I don't know. I don't actually, know. I don't. I don't think I do. No, probably not. Yeah. And I think you look at outdoors, and you go. They're probably Cody Shock as well. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I think the ceiling. Obviously, we we we've seen the ceiling higher for Time Masterful. You know, Red Bud last year and races like that. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. Like there's there's not a lot of seats, and yeah, it's he's doing it's really tough, well. Right? But I don't. I don't know. Dino is going back to Rockstar Husky and uh, next year along with Malcolm. And, you know, someone was asking me about Cody Shock because I'm hearing that team is going away at the end of the year. So Shock needs a home. I don't know if Honda is going to be able to place him somewhere, maybe Phoenix or somewhere. But, uh, yeah, people are like, give Shock a ride. And I'm like, well, where are you going to put him? Uh, Dino's spot is about the only spot up for debate on a factory team. Yeah. And I've, I, I think Dino goes back there. Um, I, I maybe Rockstar Husky does have another a spot because they've had three four fifty guys, right? Um I've heard I've heard RJ Hampshire linked to that, um and rumors, but I don't know. Like I yeah, I don't know who the same conversation we just had, like who do you remove from a ride to put him in that spot? I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, yeah, it's uh everything's kinda locked in, right? So yeah. Um what's your take on Dylan Schwartz right now on the bar X man? Um I think he's staying there next year. Uh, he had a rough Supercross season. He went out right away with injury, I think. Maybe he made some rounds at the end, but, man, the kid's legit. The kid is legit. He, he seems to have – he's checking most of the boxes, right? Like, he he's he seems to be in shape from what I can tell. He doesn't fade. He doesn't – not a crasher, it seems. Like, he's kind of – he's pretty damn solid. And he's got speed. We can work with speed, so. <laughs> um, I, I think – yeah, I think we a lot of times people discount that RMT two fifty. Um and sure it's probably down on technology and stuff, but I bet it runs okay. It's not a star Yamaha, but um, Yeah. But don't you yeah, feel like it's started. on the line don't you feel like it's on yeah, the line with fine. everything else? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, yeah, it's probably not a you know, a Red Bull gas gas two fifty either, because you know, they have a lot of resources they're throwing at those things too. But like it's fine. Like he's making do. He's starting decently most of the time. Um right. And he puts himself in good positions, and it's fine. Yeah, 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 absolutely, right? Um, Charles Castle on the show, uh, brought to you by the folks at FMF uh, Vision, of course. Uh, Pro Taper, get Maxis at Fly Racing uh, as well. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Got some calls uh, to take here. Chuck, let's get right to it. Uh, LJ's on three. LJ, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm just wondering, uh, where's our favorite Canadian gold even? Uh, Galdi on the show. I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck, you uh, love Galdi. Caslu, Caslu is Galdi's top three fan of Galdi. Yeah, <laughs> I we, wish he was my dad. We had a good time in Canada. My yeah. one experience in in Canadian outdoors, Galdi is right there for it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I mean, he's uh he's amazing. We're, he wants to come to the World Vets, so 
He's planning on coming down for that and uh, defending his title from two years ago, so I guess that wouldn't be defending it. Um, so, yeah, look for him, uh, LJ, to get him on more. So Awesome. Every time he's on, he makes me cry in tears he, and just he's, I miss that guy. He's unbelievable. And if you, wanna, if you want the uncensored version, Charles, you had an uncensored version of Galdi. Yeah, get a get a few. Uh, he calls them spiced rum and cokes. Yep, and um, he's 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 a good time. <laughs> there you go, LJ. Thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> Thank it. You. Thank you. Uh, Tyler's on one. Tyler, what's up, man? Yeah, man, I got a future headline for you. Yep. So I got Ty Masterful podiums overall at either of the final two rounds. I'm out. I'm already out. I want the other one. I want the other one. Or, you might not like that one, though, Austin Forkner wins moto before the end of the year. Yeah, I'll totally take – I don't think either one happens, but I would take Forkner, Chuck, right? Yeah, i go Forkner with a whole shot. Overall top five? Who, Masterpool? Mm -hmm. Was it fifth or sixth? That's closer. Yeah, yeah, fifth or sixth. I think I still take Forkner winning a moto. Forkner's getting better. He was running uh, top three. For a bit at Buds, and he ripped through the pack in both motos this past weekend. Like Forkner's getting better. Um, I don't see a, I don't see either one happening, Chuck. But I would go Forkner still. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, do you want the uh, fly racing podium stand, Tyler? Yeah, I'd love it. All right, stay on hold. All right, we'll give you that. But just a warning to the callers: you just can't call in with future headlines and get prizes all the time. Okay, it's just a warning. We like future headlines. They but they know the way to your heart. I know, right? Uh, talk about Canadians. Talk about Canadians and talk about future headlines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, by you the way. Uh, or Marty, and you're really in. <laughs> you're coming on the Pulp Show in a couple of weeks, too. I'm looking forward to that, you and Paul. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Jace Kessler, he's been doing a good job as a Michigan kid. Uh, he is riding my Blue Crew this weekend. Does this get him Can some we, spots, or does it hurt him? In some, I, I I don't know, Steve. What what's the program? Are we bringing suspension? Is he bringing handlebars? What are we doing? Yeah, bring in handlebars and suspension and anything else that he may need. Okay, and how many hours? What kind of time we got on this thing? Nineteen hours. Ah, it's still pretty fresh. I feel. Oh like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be good. It's probably and, and, better and more fresh than whatever he's racing now. So. I got him a clutch, so he's putting a new clutch in. Uh, okay. You know, he'll change the oil. Tires. Uh, well, Dunlop will put tires on for him, yeah. Okay. I yeah. got him a set of rims. Like, I like I, it. I, yeah, so. I mean, these privateers seem to have hell keeping motorcycles running for 30 plus two <laughs> twice somehow yeah. on a modern fuel-injected bulletproof 450. I, I don't understand it quite, but yep. um, if they spike DNS this weekend, it's on you. Oh, it, it, if, if it, it doesn't go well, <laughs> how bad am I going to get lit up? <laughs> this is on you, yep, because he's been good. He's been really good. 13, yeah. Your back's a little against the wall here because the the races he's been good at, in my opinion, have all been a, a similar characteristic in terms of like transitions yeah. and yep. Yep. ruddy soft. So we're going away from that here. This yep. is quite out of his East Coast wheelhouse here. Yep. Absolutely. So, I know. I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough. But the field's weaker, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Chuck, uh, Chiz, uh, 10th, LeMay, 11th, Surratt, 12th, all X-Brand Goggle riders, so privateers. Interesting. Doing well. X-Brand Goggles. Yeah. Um, That's great. <laughs> Kiefer, too. What's that? I saw Kiefer. Yeah, wow. he tested him. Kiefer. Yeah, Kiefer tested. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, so uh, for uh, the series, I was talking to JT earlier about E.T., He's going to do better than he did at Paula. One, that's for sure. I think we can all agree on that. I think he can win again. I think that this, uh, you know, he'll be better. I think Dylan will, will be worried a little bit about Ken. I, we got it's going to be hot, so you got to worry about Ken that sec that way. Uh, Sexton's been up and down. I could see Tomac winning again very easily. Yeah, why, why not? Looking at, I mean, Sexton was has been good there. He got second in the first moto of the season. Um, he was good there last summer at the end of the year. Yep. Um, but I think you're 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 right with Dylan's getting to that point of wrapping up the title potentially, and we're I think we're finally going to see him sort of backing off and thinking about it a little more. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, Kenny was good in Moto Two there last at the beginning of the season. Right. But it's going to be super hot. So historically speaking, that means Kenny doesn't have a, a stellar two moto uh, performance. Right. So yeah, why not? I think Sexton, Sexton's going to be good, but that's—I don't want to say that's it, but that's kind of about it, right? right. Between those four, it kind of makes sense. Why wouldn't Eli just 
be better than nine eight. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> uh, yeah, eight nine or eight seven or something, right? Yeah, whatever he um, was. Yeah. We're getting near the end of the season, uh, Chuck, and, and the, the, the 450 class is taking some hits. I don't think Barsha's back, right? Have you heard? Not that I've heard, no. So yeah. I, I imagine he's not, right? Right, I think right. We have heard. So uh, Team USA looks to be in trouble, so that's not good. Um, yeah, I heard you and JT talking about some of the requirements and stuff, and I think you guys hit the nail on the head, right? If, if there isn't some kind of exemption or letter or something allowing us to skirt around the, the current you know restrictions i think there's no chance yeah yeah and by the way isn't this race like three weeks from now or something yeah a month yeah like wouldn't they have already had the ship bikes by now uh, have you seen any inbound shipments and containers and stuff it's a mess in the world right now yeah you can't good get point. anything I, across the water in a month i never so, even thought of that you're absolutely right yeah sh- never like, mind like what how the it's hell getting, are we doing never mind it's getting late in a regular year Add the shipment yeah. issue, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, I don't know. And, and uh, there's a photo. There's no photo shoot been scheduled at all. So I feel like I feel like we're out. Yeah, I feel, we're I feel like we're out yeah. too. Uh, now the question is, do I go or not with no team USA? Is, so. is Canada going? Yes. This is your shot. Dude, you better be there. This is. You know, I think this you, is top ten, top five material for Canada. I think you just sold me on it with those words, Chuck. This, right? this could mean, be it. Whoa. This could be it. Because Aussie's, Aussie's be out. Aussie's out. USA probably yeah, out. There's a, a good amount of star MXGP guys aren't going. So those teams that typically are pretty good based on having one star and a couple yeah. mediocre guys, yeah. they lose the star. They're they're basically Canada. Oh, my God. What, go. what if Canada wins? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's managing the team? What's the what's the program? I don't know. Uh, not Galdi. Not Galdi. No, Galdi. Galdi was one and done. Yeah, but I, I've heard it was a good one. Like, I think he did a good job. Yeah, right? I think when he f- put the rider, when he held the camera over the bathroom stall and filmed one of the riders pooping and put it out on social well, media, I think that was the final straw. It's details, Steve. It's details. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Keith. Oh, Keith was on one. He had a future headline, but he just hung up. So we're not going to Keith. Uh, thanks to folks at FMF, of course. Get and Athena, Pro Taper, Max's FMF Vision all on board with us. Um, all right, so uh, Chuck, let's stay in the 250 class because the 450 class, I think, is um, you know kind of self-explanatory at this point. Uh, when is RJ Hampshire going to just put two uneventful motos together? Twenty twenty-five? I, I don't know. Right. I'm joking, but he, man, the guy's fast, and he has he has ninety-five percent of what he needs. Right, it's just that extra little bit that keeps. Yep stupid tip overs and falls, but he's he's fast, he is in good shape, he works hard, he he's I think a pretty intelligent guy in terms of like, you know, race craft and stuff. He just he just gets excited and goes for it and has dumb falls and I, I, I don't see that turning around anytime relatively soon. I, I don't either, right? I, I don't know man. I think he, he he's old enough where what he is is what we're gonna get, right? Yeah, yeah. Zebras and zebras don't change their spots. No, you know, I, a smart man once said that. Um, hey, mm-hmm. Michael Mosman came back this weekend, ran third in the first moto for a long time. Second moto, he worked his way up from a pretty bad start. Um, what's what's Mosman's ceiling? Like, what are we – he's now a veteran, right? He's now a veteran in this class. He's been in a number of years. Like, can Mo, like I feel like Schmoda, who came in after him and is younger, is somebody that's already kind of surpassed Mosman um, to me. But what, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think he has. They're close a little bit. I think Mosman, he's, you know, he keeps having these injuries and setbacks and stuff, and he come and bounces back pretty quickly every time. So we, we sort of remember and forget, and we kind of bounce back and forth. But I think if he can string together a, a year of uninjured, you know, stocking results and getting getting podiums and stuff, like man, he, can, I think he can take another step and be a, a race winner. I'm, I'm not sure we're, you know, he's he's a title contender in the next 12 months or whatever. But yeah. I think he he can go another step. He's still young enough. He can he can move up a little bit and become a race winning guy. But um, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, really, right. Uh, that's the that's the key. Um, he's going to be there next year, right? Pierce Brown staying there. So yep. the team's going to be the same, as far as I know. Um, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. He's certainly at times you're like, wow, look at Mosman, and then other times you're like, oh, look, he, you know. 
Look at and, and we've had those moments in Supercross and and motocross. So it's not like he's you know we're just thinking oh he's he's been good here lately. But I mean he has ran up front and almost you know most of the Supercrosses. It's a very similar. He has similar performances and results indoors and outdoors. But I'm yeah. not a guess. He, yep. he has and, the same problems in and out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so the last or a couple callers ago asked us about Faulkner. Getting better, right? Not probably where he wants to be or where Mitch and Kawasaki no. want to be, but getting better. So is this is this at Good. all something to build on? I I mean it's something to build on, certainly, but I I, I think you're you're reaching for something kind of far there. Like, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. like for the paycheck he's getting, right? And what right. the expectations you back up the expectations, you know, in December of last year before anybody got on a supercross race where he was going to win the Supercross title and to be the motocross title. And then we're talking 450s and things like that. That, And we're Austin Forkner so far from that today with a, what did he go last week? 5-5? Five, five. Yeah. And that's what we're sort of celebrating and, and building off of. I think that's a far cry from uh, Austin Forkner a year ago, you know? Yeah. No, I know. Do you – so, like, I think this is a legit question that we need to start asking. Like, is he going to get back to where he was – uh, next year, like, has he missed too much time, too many injuries? Like, I certainly gave him the benefit of the doubt to start the Nationals, but is he going to get back to like Elm? Like, because he look even before in Supercross, before he got hurt, he wasn't crushing it. No, you know, no. Um, so, like, is his window gone, or can he get it back? I, I think he can get it back um, because he is that sort of you know elite, extra talented guy, right? Like, I don't want to. You know, just because we were talking about Moseman a second ago, like he's, I think a different, he's on a different level than a Michael Moseman. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, and I think I think he has that innate ability to like be at the very very tip of the spear, top of the class, and I think because of that extra sort of talent that he has, I, I think he can get back there. But having said that, I'm going to kind of leave myself an out here that like, man, if he, if it doesn't somewhat start to come back around next year. Yeah. I think we're we're just, we're flirting with that he's too far too far yeah. removed from those results to get back to him, you know. I think I agree. Like I'll give him another benefit of the doubt next year yep. cuz he's a multiple race winner indoors and out, you know. Um mm-hmm. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt to start Supercross and then if he's not doing it, it ain't coming back. Yeah. Yeah, Cause, I would agree. Cuz when you look at a guy like AC who was hurt or Trey Kennard who got hurt a lot, just like Forkner lately, they got in and it didn't take them long to get right up to the top again, you know? Right. And, and Trey's a really good example of that. I mean, remembering back when Kennard would get hurt, which was a lot, by the way. Yeah. I mean, when he would step back into a, a series, he would win races right away. Yeah. Every he, damn time. I did a stat one time. He did only 51% of the 450 races that he was eligible for. In his and career. he probably won a good percentage of them. <laughs> probably. <right? Like>, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, um, yeah. All right, Chuck, before we go uh, on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, I need your winners for Paula. And you're going, right? We'll see you there. Yeah, I'll be there. All right. All right. All right. What's your, what, I don't think Kiefer's going, so I, I had to check because apparently, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not a nighttime thing. It's, right. it's a daytime program. It's far from the desert. It's, yeah, yeah. it's the whole deal for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, give, give us your winners. Um, I want to be different, but damn it, I can't go against Jet. It, yep, it's got to be Jet Lawrence. Um, and then Fernandez. I'm, Fernandez. Or? <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's not anybody by that name racing, is there? There's what I I, I heard there was. Somebody said it. Oh, no, I think there's a different. Are you talking to J Mart or something? No, no, I haven't talked to J Mart. No. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Jet Lawrence, and I'm gonna go Eli Tomac. I think you, yep. you sold me on this when we started, sort of putting them in in groups of who can finish where. I think, I think Eli. Right. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go Jet because yeah, he's just on a roll, and it's easy to do, right? Uh, but I will, uh, I will go in a massive upset. I will go uh, Jace Kessler for four for these yeah. on my bike. Okay. We yeah. got. Pull the next on the graphics. We got, we yeah. got all that. Yeah. Squared away. Yeah. You're not looking for numbers. I think I heard a guy call earlier looking <laughs> yeah. for background. <laughs> yeah. I, what I, in the hell is wrong with these kids? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I wanted to start a rant. Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to start a rant. And I, um, I know we're out of time here, but Jesus Christ, it's, <laughs> it's Thursday at noon. 
I don't know, bro. Why does John Short show up without a chain? Why, why, why do Why do all these guys do all of these things? I don't know. Just and like JT was like trying to find like the the, the reason why this was such a big question. Like I could tell he was confused. Like just go to Smekula Motorsports or AEO Power Sports right down the road and yeah. buy some six inch stick on numbers and yeah. pop them on there. Uh, I don't know, ball. man. I don't know, man. I, I you raced privateer nationals for a long time. Yeah, and, and I raced some, and I raced some in Canada. And I never had any. I came to races prepared, right, all the time. Yeah, I never showed up. No, no, yeah, never showed up without a chain. I promise, and I never showed up without I, I had numbers st- on Thursday either. No, I had numbers, sprockets, chains, oil, uh, filters, mm-hmm. bars, yeah. bars pre-wired with a grip on. Like all had all. Yeah. I had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's not that hard. <sighs> I don't know, Chuck. All right. Uh, hey, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Look forward to you coming up in a couple weeks to the show as well. Yep. And uh, congrats on the success of 100%, although you did not have the uh, 10, 11, 12 riders this past weekend. Correct. Yep. That's, yeah, that's a fact. We had 13, Aaron Plessinger, though, right yeah, there. you did. So <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. Uh, thanks for the time. Right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. See ya. That's uh, Charles Castle, everybody. That's another edition of the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Tits. Yeah, buddy. Just one more left yeah. in the year. Yep. It's going sad. It's bittersweet. Gonna be sad not to see yes, you every Thursday. Will. Yep. Maybe we'll do a uh, an MXDN Thursday. I can just come and sit here for an hour anyway, even if we're not doing the yeah, show. You brought your whole damn family. I mean, why not? <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. See you next week.